Hey, I'd like to welcome Sean to the Protectors Podcast. How's it going, Sean? Great. How about yourself? I can't complain. It's uh, Tuesday. It's almost September 11th. Uh, it's one of those weird weeks, you know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, it's, uh, I was talking to my, my kids and I just got back from New York a couple weeks ago and, uh, you know, was talking to them, took them up there for the first time, and they weren't alive when 9-11 happened. So, um, you know, took them around and showed them the memorial and, uh, yesterday, I was like, you know, hey, you know, talking to my daughter, Shelby, I was like, hey, you know what, Wednesday is, she was like, September 11th, she knew all about it, she talked about it, so it's a little bit of, uh, you know, just a little bit of pride, and just, you know, she remembered, and she already was thinking about it, and, you know, that, so. Yeah, it's such a weird thing with kids, because my kids are like 9 and 11, and I got this book called, "We What Is, and like, it's like, what is the Twin Towers, and what were the Twin Towers, and it goes through the whole history of it. And there's like stuff in these little kids' books that I never even knew. Yeah. And there's so much behind it uh, that it was just way more than, you know, just two big buildings. There was just the, the history behind it. And just to know that my kids will never experience that, it's, it's kind of a crazy thing. You know, it's, uh, like I said, we, we went up there and they were all, you know, interested to uh, go see the memorial and other things. You know, we got to see the Statue of Liberty, but then also uh, um, their, one of their big things that they wanted to see was um, the Empire State Building. And so I was telling them, you know, hey, it, you know, we can go to the top of the um, uh, Freedom Tower and do that. And they were like, nope, we want to go to the top of the Empire State Building instead. And I was just like, because they've heard about it in, in history books and they've seen about, you know, so that was more interesting to them than the new building and, and seeing something that might be taller and, and other things like that. Yeah. The, the Empire State Building, like to me, you know, growing up in like the seventies, eighties, nineties and stuff, it's one of those big things you've always wanted to see. It's kind of neat to hear kids wanting to see it too. Yeah, I think so. They, uh, they enjoyed it. You know, we went to, went to the top of it, got to see it, got to take the, a couple of pictures in there and do that. And then they were, they were ready to go do something else. <laughs> Kids are awesome, man. So, you know, speaking of nine 11, you did 13 years in the Navy and this was all post nine 11, right? Yep. So 2000, uh, 2005 to 2018 was, uh, my, my time in. So th- that must've been, you know, I was in, you know, a pre-war guy. It was like the 1990s, and then I, you know, I did the war later on. But you knew what you were getting into, and you know, going to VMI, you definitely knew what you were getting into. So, how did that come about? Yeah, I was actually, um, I was actually getting getting my hair cut at uh, at the uh, barber shop as a freshman at VMI. So uh, they call us rats uh, there, and um, so I was getting a haircut. I watched the whole thing happen, uh, or actually, sorry, I watched the second, the, the plane fly into the second building, and then, you know, kind of all there, and I mean, obviously, there was, there was rumors immediately going around that, you know, the school was getting 
recalled and we were going to be, you know, put right in basically as like a draft and like similar to what they did uh, back at the Battle of Newmarket in, in the Civil War time frame. So, um, I mean, immediately that was what uh, the professors thought and, and everything because the professors at Virginia Military Institute are actually, um, they're, they're Virginia militia. Uh, they're still part oh, of yeah. they're still part of the Virginia militia, and so they all hold rank and and things like that. And so they were like, and a lot of them never served a day in their military, uh, you know, in, in the military at all. But they, you know, they're a major or lieutenant commander or lieutenant colonel, colonel, and uh, they were like, oh great, we're gonna get recalled. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit different, um, you know, kind of look at it, and then you know we we kind of you know, over the next couple hours and things like that kind of saw that, you know, it was, those were just rumors flying around the school and, you know, but there, there were some guys that were there part of the different national guard units that, that did get recalled. And, uh, you know, within the next couple of weeks or so, they, they had to leave school and, and, and go, go with their unit. So. Now VMI is more of like an army type, uh, wasn't it how do you how do you go from that to being like a, a special operator in the navy so they uh vmi is vmi and the citadel are and norwich are, are kind of the couple that are uh unique that um you they primarily follow kind of the army rotc but uh you have the ability to get a commission and um participate in any of the other rotc so you don't have to go in and uh, okay um, actually, one of the largest branches uh, out of VMI that for commissions is uh, the Air Force. Uh, we got a lot of pilots that that go into the Air Force, um, and then um, Air Force, Marine Corps, kind of Army, Navy, kind of kind of how it works. So now, was like special operations kind of like your your thing, or was this like a post nine eleven decision? No, I. Uh, I wanted to join the military. So at the age of 12 uh, was kind of when I first saw or saw, you know, some things about the SEAL community and, you know, started telling my mom and others that that's what I wanted to go do. And, um, but before then it was, you know, my, my dad, my grandfather and others have been in the Navy. Uh, so I wanted to fly like everybody else probably when, uh, uh, Top Gun was coming out and, or was out, and so I watched that a bunch of times. So it's all about flying and, and being a naval aviator. And, and then, uh, like I said, around 12, uh, I, I, you know, saw and, uh, more about SEALs and changed my mind. That's pretty cool. And obviously, you're, you have to be psyched about Top Gun 2 coming out. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, you know, I've, I've probably seen uh, Top Gun, you know, 10,000 times, uh, you know, through and everything. So, um, you know, VHS, VHS tape, um, you know, watching it and, and now I have a digital copy of it, but, you know, watch it a bunch as a kid growing up and, you know, still enjoy the movie and things like that. So it'll be cool to see the Top Gun 2, uh, but it's going to be hard because, you know, anytime you do, um, uh, a sequel and especially with this amount of time, um, uh, it's going to, it's, it's going to be hard to, uh, I don't know, keep some relevance and all the other pieces yeah. to it. So. No, I'm really looking forward to it too. I mean, you know, I'm a fanboy as well, so I, I can't complain about this coming out. 
No. So, you know, that's a, you know, you're an entrepreneur. You've, you've done a lot of business type stuff. Um, was, what was your degree in when you went through VMI? Uh, civil engineering. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, how do you go from civil engineering to entrepreneurship? I think, you know, well, I think one engineers and I, I, I more so, I think, you know, guys that go into the military, um, it's an easy transition to, um, entrepreneurship because, um, you know, for me as an engineer, um, you know, I'm always dealing with numbers. Uh, a lot of, a lot of engineering is problem solving. Um, you know, you know three or four things, and but you might not know these other two elements, and you got to figure them out and come up with a solution. So there's there's a constant, um, you know, battle of not knowing something that you're solving. And um, entrepreneurship is the exact same way. Um, you know, you might have you might be holding two or three different cards, but you know, to to make the full deck, you might need five or six cards, and so you try to solve it and start figuring out. And then, you know, one by one, you start adding those other cards to the cards to the mix. And, and then, you know, eventually you're able to solve that problem. Um, and, you know, so from an engineering perspective, um, you know, that's, that, that for me was, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say easy being entrepreneur is not easy at all, but it's, uh, it's something that I've already, you know, I did hard, you know, for four years learning how to become a civil engineer and learning how to problem solve. And then, um, you know, transitioning into the military, uh, same thing, you know, looking to do more with less, um, you, you know, figuring out how to, again, solve problems. You might, you might be in charge of a group of people that have more experience, um, uh, more leadership and, 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 you know, more problem solving skills than, than you do. Uh, but now you're in charge of them and you have to lead them um, into, you know, some of the worst conditions, you know, the IE battle and um, they have to have confidence in you as a leader. So, uh, you know, I think with both of those, you know, kind of areas, it helps sharpen you to, to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And you know, I've noticed a lot of, you know, I think you're probably like the seventh or eighth, uh, special Operations Forces, a Navy SEAL that I've had on the podcast. And, you know, your concept of the military decision-making process at the small unit is just, it's superior. And I see a lot of that when it comes into the business acumen, you know, because one of my friends is Eli Crane from Bottle Breacher, and it's like you take something small and you build these huge, you know, uh, businesses out of it. And it's it's really cool. Yeah continue to adapt and, you know, grow with the customers too. You know, it's, it's, a. Uh... now how did strike force energy come about? So we were, um, we were working on, uh, a, a robot actually for the military. And, um, again, I was telling you, we do innovative technologies for the military and, um, the concept came up to be able to ship, um, you know, basically the chemistry from uh, an energy drink um, all over the world. And, you know, again, now, now one of my business partners, his name is Bruce, uh, actually had the, you know, it was his idea, you know, and he was, um, uh, you know, presented to, to, to me, gave me some samples, poured it in a bottle and was like, what do you think? And I was like, man, this stuff, one, it tastes amazing. Two, 
I love the fact that it was clear. It was only, you, you only added a little bit of this uh, concentration into my bottle of water. It stayed clear, but it tasted like an energy drink. Um, and then obviously gave me, you know, the, the caffeine, the B vitamins, the electrolytes and everything else like that, that uh, Strikeforce has in it. I, I was immediately hooked and said, you know, this is a perfect product for the military, something we could get downrange in all these austere locations. Uh, and, you know, you know, how can we work together? And he was like, well, you know, we don't even have a company yet. Like, I'm just kind of thinking of, of how we do this. And so, uh, you know, fast forward, uh, you know, a couple months, maybe about a month and a half later, um, I, I, I brought him an order for uh, uh, $3,000 <laughs> uh, of product from the Air Force. The Air Force actually was like, yep, I'll buy it. And I'll buy, you know, $3,000 worth. And that was the, the limit that they could put on their uh, government purchase card at the time. <laughs> and uh, he was like, we'll, we'll buy it. And so I, I went back to Bruce and said, hey, uh, here's a purchase order for 3000 Well, I guess we're going to start a company. So uh, we started, you know, putting together the form, uh, the formation of the company, and, uh, and that was November of 2015, and we we were selling our first product January uh, 2016. So uh, very very quick um, kind of uh, cycle, and uh, you know got the product on the market. And we've we've done you know different iterations since then. You know continue to improve the, the packaging and the product, and you know we're working to improve and uh, uh, improve our process and just everything to to keep growing at the pace that we're growing. Yeah, you know, coming and the cool thing about it is your veteran company too. You know, like Ripit and all those other guys. You know, who knows where they're coming from? Right. I mean, I'm sure you do, but like having an actual like veteran-owned company, it it adds to it. And you know, you're not just putting crap in soldiers' bodies just to kind of make a buck. Well, and we, we, we really pride ourselves in the fact that uh, we, we created Strike Force with a third less ingredients than you typically find in canned energy drinks. So um, a third fewer in, uh, ingredients uh, and then also less of those ingredients. So, you know, if you look at the back of, of, of you know, some of these other, you know, cans and different ones, you'll see, you know, thousands of percent of your uh, B vitamins or, or this or that. And, and we left it to, you know, hundred percent, you know, and, and really, again, just like at the end of the day, your, your body can't process it. And it's just going to, you know, it's going to piss it out. So why put it in there? Why put your body through that extra pieces when you can get the exact same thing from less? So. Well, then Deanna, on, that's a good point too, is because you don't want to pump all that crap in your body. But then, you know, the other half aspect of it is that, you know, the government knows that, you know, Joes and soldiers and everything are going to buy this stuff. If they provide it to you, you know, it's there, you know. You go to the DFAC or anything else like that, you're going to get the energy drinks. Yeah, that's what we're trying to, you know, obviously eliminate. Yeah, so you guys, have you guys moved into like the like main, you know, DOD or is it kind of like you're still working in a public sector or is it a lot of it going to DOD sales? Um, individual units uh, we, we sell to, and then, um, you know, we're working to try to get more, uh, you know, larger, you know, military contracts and others. Um, we have, um, we're in the Marine Corps exchange. We're in the Coast Guard exchange. We're working to try to get into the Navy exchange. 
so you know we 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 are getting into them. That's very cool. Now the other thing I, I noticed was the Zach Brown band. You guys linked up with them. Uh, we did, yeah. So we're we're the um, official uh, or the, the Zach Brown band uh, tour is powered by Strikeforce Energy. And how'd that come about? You just kind of like reached. Do you have a publicist? It's like, <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, Zach, let's do let's do this energy drink thing. Uh, no, actually, um, it went the other way. He he actually reached out to us. Um, so he, he got a chance to try it, uh, really loved it and, um, decided that, uh, he wanted to be part of, part of it and, uh, figuring out how we could do it. And, you know, it was, uh, right there. So. That's awesome, man. Now, what are your plans, uh, for the future? What the, are you going to still, you're going to, obviously you're going to continue on with this. Uh, what other plans do you have with it? Um, you know, our biggest thing is, um, you know, continuing to grow, continue to, to um, um, you know, get, you know, customers um, to try the product and um, just, you know, working, um, uh, you know, to get more retail, get more, um, um, uh, more retail, more online, you know, we're, we're tapping into a good portion of, of a market, but we know that is a lot bigger. Um, and we want to just keep, you know, working to get down that, that road. So, yeah, I see a big market in the LEO and first responder community as well. You know, that's, it's huge. I mean, every, <laughs> I don't know. I go through like, you know, three or four cups of coffee a day, you know, maybe you once in a while you throw a Red Bull in there, but you know, when you're, you know, I used to run patrol. I used to be in a car all the time. You need something, you know, just to get the boost keep the adrenaline up so I, I definitely see a market there as well yeah it's gonna be pretty cool man i'm excited for you Thank now you. what can what can we do to support you in the veteran military leo community first responders well, yeah i would say the the biggest thing would be you know we've got a really uh really cool uh four count sample box uh it's it, it's five dollars it comes with free shipping it gives you one packet of each flavor uh, so, you know, if you already are drinking energy drinks or looking for, you know, looking for something that a little bit healthier, you know, something that support veteran owned and American made, uh, you know, give it a try. It's like I said, it's five bucks. Um, you get four packets in there and each one of those packets, um, will turn 16 ounces of beverage into an energy drink. So you're basically getting four 16 ounce energy drinks for $5, uh, with, with free us shipping. So, um, wow. Give it a try, and and uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on it. Yeah, definitely push that out. I, you know, I I kind of do some stuff with law enforcement today too. So I'll push it out to those guys. Are there any charities or anything that you support that you want to give a shout out to? Well, we try we try to try you know keep up and and work with a, a lot of different ones. Um, you know, obviously the um, you know, one that's near and dear to our heart, uh, the UDT SEAL Association, um, and, you know, they're the, uh, Navy SEAL, uh, Veteran Foundation is another one. Um, we do, we do, uh, we're actually, we worked just recently with, uh, Zach Brown's, uh, Camp Southern Grounds. Um, and then, you know, uh, part of our, you know, just mission that we've continued to do is make sure that, um, you know, we, we give back. So we, we donate to uh, different law enforcement first responders. Last year, when all the hurricanes came through North Carolina, South Carolina, 
uh, Florida. Um, we had guys out there. We we send product to uh, out west to first responders when when the fire season happens. Uh, so we're constantly trying to um, make sure that you know these people know that uh, one we respect what they do and and they you know hopefully with a little bit of uh, product we're we're giving them a little bit of edge. Uh, you know we call it the the fuel for your fight. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or um, you know, professional UFC fighter, you know, we're giving you some fuel to whatever, um, tackle, whatever your fight might be that, that day, that second, that, that, that time frame. That's excellent. I really like this product. That's why I reached out to you. I really wanted to get you on the show just so we could talk about it. Cause I love energy drinks and all that other stuff. And I think it'd be great for, for the, uh, the audience that listens to this podcast, but I really appreciate you coming on, man. No, thank you. Appreciate the time. Thanks a lot.